Welcome to the Soul Service Podcast. I'm your host, Anastasia Burtnick. I am a spiritual life coach, energy healer, and psychic medium on a mission to help you heal, awaken, and expand your light and consciousness. If you are a spiritual seeker ready to learn, grow, and live and breathe your purpose here on this earth, you are in the right place, my friend. Together, we are going to dive deep into opening our hearts, healing our shadows, connecting with our souls, and erasing our vibes so you can live your best life ever. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Soul Service Podcast. As always, it is such an honor to be tuning in with you here today. So on today's episode, I want to talk about the uh, Rona the Ho uh, jab and the spiritual implications of it. And I'm trying to use uh, use code words here so that it doesn't get censored. Because unfortunately, that is a, um, a huge and ongoing problem in our, uh, in our reality today. So hmm. this is an episode that I've wanted to do for quite a while. And um, I just, I held off waiting for, for more information from spirit. And I was gathering information from, from spirit itself. And then also I'm, uh, I'm now working with people who have received the jab and looking at the, the spiritual implications of all of that. Now, I want to preface this episode by saying there is no judgment here. If you get it, great. If you don't, that's great too. As long as you are making the best choice for yourself, and that is what is important. Now, that said, the the reality of this is that there are, in fact, um, implications when you have taken the jab. And these implications are likely in, in many ways unavoidable. So we know that from, from the research, from the data that is, that is coming out, that there are um, adverse reactions. So there's the physical consequences of receiving this jab and then there, on the other side of that, there are the, the spiritual consequences. So again, I'm not, I'm not talking about this to shame anyone. Um, and I want, if you have taken it, and even if you feel, even if you feel good about it, this, my hope is that you take this information and use it to further your healing and, and soul connection. Um, and again, there, there is no judgment here. Everyone is doing their best to live their lives, to see their family. Just, we're all going about this in different ways in the ways that we feel is, is right or best. And I do believe that there is a, a higher path to all of this and we are going to make I mean, we have choices to make and 
we have to be aware of what we are upholding. We can't ignore that. So here where I am in Manitoba, they are currently instituting um, uh, jab passports and creating a two-tiered society. And I, that is that is wrong. That is entirely wrong. There is no good that could possibly come of that because segregation, discrimination is not okay. So it doesn't matter what side you're on. No one should be standing for that. The, the ironic thing, the fact that unless you're fully vaccinated, you cannot go and attend to a human rights museum is, uh, is despicable and it's laughable. We have, you know, here in, in Manitoba, we have the, the Canadian Museum for Human Rights. And you are not allowed to go unless you have both jabs. That is insane to me. So an institution that is teaching history, that is teaching about the rights and freedoms and struggles of, of all of these places from around the world is one of the places that is instituting and, and willfully upholding a two-tiered society. I explain that one to me. That's, it's, it's insane. It's not okay. So with the jab, everyone who has or has not gotten it has a choice that they have made. And there, I can guarantee you, there are many, many soul lessons that are, that are asking to be learned based on which direction you chose, whether you actively chose it or not. You know, I personally, I don't believe that good can come from the jab. I don't believe that it is a, a mechanism of protection. I think there's a lot of um, really dark things around it. And... You know, we are, whether people are aware of it or not, we are essentially in World War III. It's just that World War III is not a physical war, not in the sense that we've seen in the past, but it is a spiritual war. And it is an assault on our beings and our, our bodies. And the, um, the interesting thing is that most, most people can't see it or choose not to. Again, there's, there's lessons in that, that people will be given the opportunity to learn. And, you know, moving forward, we are going to see, um, we're going to see some different things. So I have no doubt that we are going to see a lot of illness and death as a result of these, um, these jabs, we're going to see, I think, a lot of illness and death. It may not be immediate, though we are seeing a lot immediately. But the lasting 
effects are going to be there. So we're, I, I truly believe that we're going to see a lot of illness and death and it is going to be a catalyst. So there are people that are going to leave this earth and they are going to take those death doors and that is going to be their, their time to go. Maybe they've completed a soul contract. Maybe their, maybe their death is spurring lessons for someone else. And I'm, this is, this is true of everything. Car accidents, when, if you lose a child, if you, um, have an illness, if you like all of these things, these are all soul lessons. And sometimes they're for you and sometimes they're for someone else. It doesn't make the process easier. You know, sometimes talking about, about death doors can sound callous because, well, it it sounds like oh, well, they're, they were meant to go. So you're, you're negating the grief and that's not the case. The grief is still very real and it's meant to be felt. Um, the lessons that come out of it are very real and they are meant to be discovered and received. And it doesn't make the process easier. It just, it adds a deeper layer of understanding. And, and that is what you can hope for. And at some point it does add a deeper layer of peace but again, it doesn't erase grief. It doesn't erase this, the struggle and all of the feelings that come along with, with losing someone. So, you know, moving forward, like I said, we, we are going to see illness and death. And I, I don't think that there's going to be any way to avoid it. Those that are meant to transition back to spirit will and there will be lessons for themselves in that journey and that transition. And there will also be lessons for those they leave behind. It's, and it's up to us to receive them or not. Now, the, the other side is with, with illness. I think we are going to see quite a bit of illness. And what that is going to do is it is going to be a catalyst many people who are disconnected from spirit who are not doing work on themselves who are not taking ownership and responsibility for their thoughts feelings actions traumas beliefs they are going to be called to do better to learn lessons to heal so a lot of this is going to be brought on by the catalyst of illness. And when that happens, you have a choice to make. You can either follow the call and listen, connect to spirit, and learn how to heal yourself. Or, and this will happen with many people, they will stay stuck and embrace a victimhood mentality and they will spin in it and spin in it and experience more illness, more trauma, harder lessons throughout the rest of their lives, either until they take their death door 
or they make a change. So we, we're going to see, we're going to see a lot of things uh, that are, that are going to be coming up. And I can't tell you exactly what it's going to look like, but I do know that there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be on some very tough journeys. But again, that's part of, that's part of their, their soul journey. And I speak from experience when I say, you know, sometimes we will get, we will get nudges, we'll get guidance all along, but a lot of us don't listen. I didn't, I didn't listen for a long time. And at some point you're going to get hit with sometimes a two by four Mack truck. And those are the moments where you can either go deeper into the pain and stay there, or you can choose to heal. And I, like I said, I myself experienced that. Years ago, I came to a point where I, I had a choice to make. It was change or die. I'm here today. I chose change. Not everyone does. And I, I got hit with a Mack truck essentially. <laughs> and it was painful. It was more painful than it should have been had I listened to all of those cues. But then... There were clearly soul lessons that I needed to learn. But, but remember, you don't have to learn things the hard way. And wisdom clears karma. But you have to be willing to be open to receive lessons to change in order to learn lessons easier. But some of us, we need, we need that hard catalyst. I, I definitely did. And that's why I'm on the path that I'm on today. Had I not had that, I don't know where I'd be. I'd, pro I'd probably be dead, honestly. I'd probably be dead. So we are going to see, we're going to see a lot come up. There's going to be a lot of lessons. There's going to be a lot of grief and trauma and fear and illness and not even just physical illness, but illness of the soul. And there's going to be choices that need to be made. And Ultimately, we have to be willing to let go of control of other people. And we have to be willing to do the work on ourselves. You know, one of, one of the hardest things about this entire process is surrounding the jabs themselves is, you know, I, I've researched both sides. And I don't come to decisions lightly. Um, and I also don't trust easily when it comes to certain things like the medical system. After, after being gaslit for years um, and being harmed by the medical system, you, you again, that was my lesson, but you, you don't trust easily. So you do extensive research. And... I don't even know where I was going with this. That's okay. Anyway, but just, you know, understanding everything that, that I've researched, that I've looked into, I know that there is not good that directly comes from these jobs. And there is a lot of 
there's a lot of harm. And, you know, with all of the knowledge that I carry, I also understand that I cannot control others. I have a lot of family that has taken it. And I pray that whatever they got will not harm them. But at the same time, I can't control their choices. I can't control their soul lessons. And I understand that maybe some of them won't experience anything. And I also understand that some people that I care about are going to be grievously harmed by this. And it's a very difficult place for you to be in when you have to let go of that control and surrender and, and trust whatever outcomes are going to come. And the only thing you can do is focus on you. You can have love and compassion and respect for others, for their decisions, for their journeys. You can have an understanding that they have lessons to learn. And also, you can understand that the only thing you can control is you, your reactions, your body, your healing. And that's where you have to put your focus. And you should just trust that those who are meant to come with you will. And that everything will work out in the highest and best good. And you know, I say that a lot, the highest and best good. And I, I use this in my Theta Healings as well. But, you know, sometimes we have to remember that the highest and best good isn't, doesn't always mean that it's good or it's perfect or it's easy. Because it takes into account soul lessons. It takes into account those challenges and obstacles that we have to overcome. And the highest and best good doesn't mean everything's going to work out all airy-fairy. It just means that it's in the highest and best good, which is all-encompassing. So these jabs. I've heard over the last months, and this is when I started really tuning into this, but I've heard heal other healers say these jabs detach the soul from the body and the soul floats away. And that's why there's a lot of um, symptoms that are being experienced that are in fact being experienced. And I, and they also have said that it's irreversible. And I don't agree with that. And when I connect, that's not, that is not what I feel. What I do feel is that, yes, absolutely, there are significant physical and spiritual implications of receiving this jab. You know, I've, um, I've talked about Dr. Emoto's work before, but he basically, he, um, if you're unfamiliar with it, he did water experiments where he would 
say words to waters and and put different energy to water and music to water and all of these things and and freeze it. And it was very interesting to see because water does have memory. It's very interesting to see that when you put love into water, how it freezes and it creates these beautiful patterns, peace, joy, serenity, beautiful patterns. And then when you say things like anger, hatred, judgment, resentment, when that's frozen, these patterns become fractured. They're not beautiful. They're not cohesive. They're, they're fractured. There's, there's a lot of dark, disconnected energy behind it. So now if this happens with water, just think about how our thoughts can affect other things. Now, in relation to the um, the jab itself, these uh, these jabs, I I believe, and this is what I received from spirit, that they are being programmed with darker energies that are meant to infiltrate our system. And, you know, there was a time that I, I refused to believe in evil. I refused to believe in it because I was so far into the love and light. How could we have darker energies? How could that happen? And then, and then I went further on my journey and I came back to the fact that there is, there is duality and then polarity and, and all of these things. And, you know, there's a, a, an amazing book. It's a fiction book that I read. It's called the, the Chronicles of Amber. Highly, I highly recommend it if you want a good fiction read, but basically, and this is how I has, how I view spirit is um, there's a spectrum. So on one end, there is, there is spirit, which encompasses all that is. And then on the other end, whether you want to call it evil or chaos, there's, there's this other end of the spectrum. And as we come into this, this 3D world that we're living in, um, there's different planes of existence and, and all of these things. But the, if you want to call this the middle world, there are bits and sh and shadows if you will of both chaos and of spirit and they're all blending together which is why we're experiencing both and as we heal and as we connect more to spirit or as we connect deeper into pain and trauma and all those low vibrational energies we can actually transverse or traverse sorry these like realms of existence and we can experience different ways of being different. It almost feels like you're part of this world, but not. And it's really powerful when you can do that while being really connected to spirit, because it, it takes you out of all of this, all of this chaos and all of the shadow and the, the pain and the wounding and trauma because you're you're transcend you're transcending it you're traversing through different planes of existence while still being rooted here on earth so there is unfortunately evil 
there are, and the more that evil, dark energies can control us through fear and pain, illness, that disconnection from spirit, the, the deeper we go into that realm. Now, I do believe that these jabs are energetically programmed with things like anger, hatred, judgment, disconnection, depression, anxiety, fear. If water, if water can hold that memory, that frequency, why can't the jabs? And this is what spirit brought into me is that they are being programmed. And you know, I'm, I have noticed, I've noticed a lot where after receiving it, there's a lot more anger, brain fog, judgment, depression, disconnection, like a zapping almost of, of life force energy as if people are depleted. And, you know, if we are receiving something, so if you receive the jab, you're opening yourself up, not just on a physical level, but through all the layers of your org field, your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual level, you're accepting whatever is in that to come into your entire being. You cannot only put something into one part of you. It comes into all of you. So I believe that there is programming behind this. And having connected with spirit, having connected with people who've received it, been around people who've received it, and now also working to heal people who have received it, I, I can say with confidence that there is a significant pattern here. This is not, if you start paying attention, this is not something that is that is false, that's kind of coming, that's like coming out of the blue or, or it's scarce or random. There is a significant pattern. So like I, I do, I truly believe that there is some very negative programming being put into these. And the thing is, is that it's not at a level where you're, it's not like your pharmacist sitting there being like, I'm going to put all of my dark energy into this like a, like a dark, evil person. It's not, it's not like that. But at some level, there is that negative energy put, being put in. And it's not the everyday person that's doing this. There is a darker ruling power, and we cannot, and we cannot ignore that. It's, it's foolhardy to ignore that. Our world is not all love and light. That is a big component of it and it is so needed, but it's not all that exists. 
which is why we have these journeys of remembering and returning to spirit and all these soul contracts and lessons that we have to learn. So we need to be aware that there are other forces. And this is not, I'm not saying this to scare you. I'm not saying this to take hope away from you. I'm saying this so that you understand, so that you can protect yourself more, so you can be more aware of what you are doing, what you are thinking. You know, even the words we say, I mean, the words we say are powerful. They hold vibration. They hold meaning. It is essentially a type of spell casting. So what energy are you bringing in or putting out? So now another thing that I have, um, I have seen. So like I, like I said, other healers have said this, this jab untethers the, the soul from the body and it, and the soul leaves the body. I don't believe that at all. Our soul exists within every cell of our body. And what I do believe is that this jab has the ability to essentially compress our souls within us. And having worked with people who have received it, I can attest that this is this is what I am feeling. And if you are feeling something else, that's okay. You know, we are, we're working with spirit. We're working with the unknown, the intangible. So we can't 100% know everything. But you can feel out, does this feel accurate or does this not? And for me, the untethering of the soul did, does not does not make sense. It doesn't align. It doesn't, when I, when I connect into spirit, that's not what I'm, what's being given to me. And remember too, that we're experiencing things through our own interpretations. But what I feel is almost like a compression of our souls. You know, we have the ability to build walls around our heart. And these are all energetic walls, but they can also end up causing physical symptoms as well because nothing is separate, but we have the ability to put walls around our heart. And what it feels like to me is this because of the, the programming within this job, it feels that our souls are essentially having these layers of compression put on. And that is causing us to feel disconnected because it's our soul is present within us, but it, it makes it difficult for us to hear. It makes it difficult for us to feel it. It really, it separates us from ourselves. And I think that's part of the reason why there has been so much also de depression and feelings of disconnection because your soul's there, but it's, it's very hard to feel. Now we can do this on our own. We can put up walls and, and disconnect ourselves from our soul on our own based on traumas and experiences and belief systems. 
And then it can also come from these external forces. Now, with this, I've also heard healers say that the effects are irreversible. And I 100% emphatically do not, do not agree with that at all. I believe that our capability to heal is limitless. You know, if, if you think about some, you'll, you'll hear of people have experiencing miracles where they were in a bad car accident and they were paralyzed and they were told they'd never walk again. And then they had the will and the determination, the belief that they would, and they didn't give up. So they did. And they walked again. You know, we see stories like this all the time. There, if you do read the Bible, there's miracles in the Bible. Um, I'm sure that there's probably miracles in other religious teachings as well. But, you know, there are miraculous healings that we witness all the time. And I myself have healed my own body. I'm not, not a hundred percent yet. Still were, there's still things that I am working through, but the fact that a couple of years ago, I could barely get out of bed because of the pain and the, the, the amount of depression to now coaching and healing and living a very fulfilling life. And again, it's not perfect. And I still have some things that come up that, that need to be healed, but I can confidently say like, I'm probably 90% healed on a physical level. And I never, I never thought that was possible. I thought that I'd be dealing with this for the rest of my life on some level. But at the same time, I did feel like I had the belief that I, I can heal. I can change. And our belief is incredibly strong. If you, if I were to do a healing on someone who doesn't believe that it's possible to heal, can I can almost guarantee you that they're not going to receive much or anything from that healing session. But if I heal someone that might be skeptical, but even has the smallest amount of openness, belief that it can work, I can guarantee you that they will have a powerful healing experience, even with only a small amount of belief. So the level of our belief is our limiter. So with this, with this jab, I do not believe that the effects of it are irreversible. And having now done some sessions with people who have had it, and we are working not only on the emotional healing and, and healing the beliefs that have been brought in and then the, and the traumas, and then that compounding with their own personal lives already in what they've experienced, but also doing healing on a physical level. The, the differences already, and it's only been a little bit are just incredible to witness people's ability to breathe is better. Their heart stops hurting. They start feeling like there's life force flowing through them again. You know, I, again, I don't believe that this is irreversible, but we have to 
believe that we can heal. We have to have the, the willingness to take action, to do the work. Because if no matter how bad you want something, if you're not actually willing to do it, to actually show up, to go through the process of healing, which healing is a beautiful process, but it can also be incredibly painful. And there will be identity changes and deaths and rebirths all within it. It is not for the faint of heart. You have to be willing and committed and you have to believe that you can heal, that you can change, that it is possible. So, you know, I, I believe that none of this is irreversible, but again, you have to have the willingness to do the work. And those that are not willing to do the work will continue to experience things like disconnection, increased anger, judgment. They, they're going to have a lot of struggles and challenges in their life that wouldn't otherwise have been there. So I want, I want you to have hope and the belief that either you yourself or your loved ones can heal can heal, heal on every level, mental, spiritual, emotional, and physical. The ability to heal and change is there if you are willing to do it. You know, the worst thing that we can do is take hope away from people. That is the absolute worst thing we can do. Hope, trust, belief, surrender. We need that in our lives. And all of it, all of it is a mixture of receiving guidance from the universe, of following our soul, of trusting that things will work out, and taking aligned action in accordance with what we are wanting to heal in accordance with who we are becoming in accordance with our soul, our highest self. We cannot just sit back and expect things to get better. We have to accompany that trust and that surrender with action. And you, you can't just action your way into things. There has to be that trust and surrender component, but you also can't just trust and surrender and sit and do nothing. There's a harmony of both there. So I believe that, that we have the ability to heal. And there are many tools at our disposal. We have the ability to protect ourselves. And again, there's many tools at our disposal. So with, with the jab itself, You know, I believe there's, again, you have the ability to heal if you've received it. And if people that you love have received it, they have the ability to heal. All is not lost. You also cannot force the healing onto someone. You cannot force them to 
change. I mean, this is no different than exercise and diet. Can't force someone to exercise. You may want them to, but you can't force them. You can guide them. You can be an example. Can't force them. People need to make their own choices and need to learn their own lessons. But not all is lost. And and if you have received it, again, there's no judgment. There is no judgment here. In that moment, you made a choice for yourself. Hopefully it was of the highest and best good. And if it wasn't, and unfortunately we've seen a lot of coercion, I, I hope that this gives you the strength to continue to take responsibility for yourself, your life, the lessons that you're meant to learn, to take responsibility for your own healing on, again, every level. We can't just focus on the physical. We can't just focus on the spiritual. We have to focus on absolutely everything because everything is intertwined. And I hope this gives you the ability to receive the lessons that you are meant to learn. And there are so many lessons that we're all, no matter, no matter if we've gotten the jab or not, we are all meant to learn lessons here. So you need to be willing to embrace them. You need to be willing to let go of things, sometimes even people. There are no easy answers, but there is a path to healing. We just have to be willing to take it. So understand that there are implications to this job. I mean, there's a lot of the, the physical side effects. And then there's, there's the spiritual ones. And, but we get to choose. And part of that is if you don't know how to do it yourself, get help. Ask for help. Because we're not meant to do all of this on our own. We're not. So no matter where you are, if you are not getting the jab and you're you're dealing with all of the emotions and fears around the fact that your loved ones have your friends have get help do your healing work if you have gotten the jab and you have feelings around it maybe you were coerced into it maybe you made the choice and now it doesn't feel aligned for you maybe it did feel aligned for you and now there's other consequences that are coming up Take responsibility. Make the choice to heal. Ask for help. If you are ready to heal, you can reach out to me. We can book a Theta Healing together. We can start there. I also have other modalities that I can help you with, but I, I would recommend Theta Healing in this case. If you don't want to reach out to me, find somebody else that you trust. But take radical responsibility for your role and that is not an easy process 
especially when you feel that something has happened to you or somebody wronged you. But the only way to heal is to take responsibility because until you do that, you're putting the blame on everyone else. But there is part of you that needs, again, to take responsibility. So take responsibility. Trust and surrender and know that you have the ability to heal. Ask for help where you need it. And if you have questions about all of this, please feel free to reach out to me. I am, I am here to support you in the best way possible, always in the highest and best good. And you are not alone. You're not. I love you guys. You are amazing. Again, if you do want to book a Theta Healing with me, you can go to my website, anastasiaburtnick.com slash healing. You can go to Theta Healing. It's also on the link in my bio in Instagram and Facebook. Or you can just send me a message, ask questions, get support, whatever you need. I love you. You are so powerful. You are so connected to spirit. And you are deserving of good and love and abundance and healing Never forget that. I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you for joining me today on the Soul Service Podcast. If you love what you heard, I would be over the moon if you would share this episode with your friends and leave me a five-star review and subscribe over on iTunes. I want to help as many people as I can, and I can't do it without your support. I'll see you on the next episode.